Welcome to Soul Sessions. <laughs> um, so this is our first podcast, and we are going, uh, being graciously hosted by Christina. Uh, Hello. Phoenix Healing by C. So um, we're going to talk about uh, the soul, like what the soul is and the elements that make up the soul and how we can have real life application into our lives to make uh, make help us to grow into that Christ-like character, um, which is really what helps us elevate everything in our in our being. So, the first element of the soul is the nucleus, which is zero point. So this is like <clears throat> this is our extension of our source of being. It is a piece of God that has been installed in all of us. Is the core of our of our soul of our entire being. So that is, we call this absolute truth. So if God is the absolute truth, our source of being is our absolute truth. We have a piece of that inside of each of us. And it's up to each individual soul to uh, build on all of those elements to be able to live um, in a universal law uh, as best as possible. To flow in that natural law, the universal law. So... Um, and to me, universal law is harmony. Um, that's how I like to uh, look at it personally. But go ahead, Christina. I see you have a question. She's like, I know you want to talk. Um, so would you say that universal laws and karmic laws are the same? Yeah, it's the balance and everything. It's the fairness. It's the karma. Okay. It is the harmony. It harmonizes everything. <clears throat> As I explained to my six-year-old, it's like the force. <laughs> So if we look back at Star Wars, it's like the force is that holds everything, that balances everything. Um, and there are other names for this as well, but we won't get too confusing right off the bat. <laughs> so um, maybe a little bit later. Yeah, definitely. So the first, like the first element, is the nucleus of the soul is absolute truth. This is our extension of our source of being. This is a part of the divine that is in all of us. Um, after that, the first element that makes a soul is honesty um, and honesty generates these are the first eight generators of the soul so honesty generates acceptance so um, like on a personal level if I'm honest with myself then other people are I'm able to accept myself for who I am um, if I'm honest with the way I look or the way I act or the way I eat or whatever it is as long as I'm honest with myself and everything, I can accept myself and love me for who I am. Um, and then uh, that's the foundation for everything. It's the foundation for every single relationship we have, uh, whether it's business or personal or anything. Um, <clears throat> honesty is that first foundation point of our souls that we have to have to stay true to because that's who we are. <laughs> um, right. So the, so the basis of it being unconditional love also. I'm sorry, say that one more time. I said, so the basis of it being kind of going towards the, the level of unconditional love also. Yeah, I mean, it is, kind I guess of. everything's kind of founded on that as a whole. I mean, everything in this, uh, every element to me in the soul is related to that unconditional love. I mean, if you think of soul, if you look at it as an acronym, a soul is the source of unconditional love. I was right. <laughs> I was right. I like being right. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, and this is so important. I mean, like, 
I mean, we've all had these experiences where we haven't been honest with ourselves or others and others haven't been honest with us. So if we can't be honest, we can't accept who that person is or what they're telling us because, you know, Exactly. We're not sure. And actually, our soul can accept it. Right. So, um, and our soul, like our our soul, attracts elements. So that nucleus of absolute truth attracts all these elements to ourselves through, like through the whole soul travel. So when we leave our source of being, and we're born into the cosmos, and we hit the friction, and we're going through to find our parents kind of situation who's gonna who's gonna let me have a portal into this earthly world you know um along the way we're picking up all these other elements so these are the these are elements from our source of being our divine elements so honesty generates acceptance is number one uh the second one is patience generates tolerance um if we don't have patience or we can't tolerate something long enough we can, you know, act impulsively or um, in a in a way that may harm people around us, including ourselves. So that is, people say patience is a virtue, but I was we'll just get, about to ask that. Would we'll you... get to virtue. Yeah, okay. we'll get to virtue later. Virtue is virtue is actually the um, nucleus of the ego. So. I don't know how they played with words on that one, but if we have patience, we are activating tolerance for certain things. And that's another thing, you know, real life application, you know, every situation we're in, (laughs) we have to have patience with our children. We have to have patience with our elderly parents and, you know, family members, whatever, Um, people we work with, whatever the situation is, the more patience we have, we're able to tolerate more and we're more in control of ourselves when we really slow down and have that um, patience and tolerance. Right. Any other questions yet? Well, me and patience haven't really gotten along for the last 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) It's improved in the last three. It really has. Like, Hey, that's that's an ongoing... Prior to my awakening back in March of 2020, I, oh, yeah. We've all struggled with it. (laughs) That's why I say, like, that's why I'm not so sure that it is a virtue. It may start out that way, but because of the struggles and, and, you know, the trials and tribulations that you go through, I mean, maybe it has the ability to be a virtue, but... (laughs) doesn't appear that way well, you know once you're 40 years in right or am i wrong <clears throat> well it's one of those things that as we get older we learn to have more patience because right. <clears throat> because of our actions in the past or how we may have acted impulsively about something or hurt somebody in the process because we were too quick to do to react somehow right. uh, i mean i can tell you from having three different children at in two different ends of my life, my my younger children or my older children, I didn't I I didn't have as much patience with them, <laughs> right? But you know, having a child a little bit later in life, I'm like, okay, I'm going to enjoy these moments a little bit more in detail because I know how fast they go, and 
I could have more tolerance for, you know, temper tantrums and things like that. <clears throat> Although they still get me sometimes, <laughs> just being honest. But, you know, <clears throat> those are just normal everyday life things. And it's, it's up to each individual unique person, soul, to be able to take charge of their own life and their own uh, own emotions and everything. Because, I mean, we can only control 100% of ourselves and 0% of our environment. Exactly. <clears throat> and right now, I mean, a topic we talked about yesterday was stress. You know, people say, oh, I'm stressed out. Well, actually, <laughs> stress is outside of you. But if you let it into you, it becomes irritation. It becomes frustration. And when that stress comes in and causes those issues, then we have more of an explosive situation <laughs> internally, which can go external. So, um, <laughs> um, but recognizing that, you know, anything outside of us, we, may, we don't have any control over, but we can control ourselves, which can have huge impact on our outside stress. Right. Well, and that's, and that's just like, you know, as long as you can, can try to, in some way, shape, form, manner, what have you, um, look more towards the positive on the inside, it will reflect into your outside world. But if you don't change within here first, good luck with the outside. Because, <laughs> like you said, exactly. it's here first. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, everything, I mean... You hear people all over Twitter these days. Oh, every, you have everything inside. Uh, some people argue that point. But, I mean, if we literally have a piece of our source of being as our nucleus of our soul, I would say that's, that's pretty detailed. And if we can just tap into the gold that's in the middle, because we got to go through that dark part of ourselves, which are a lot of things we may not like about ourselves which are usually the things people see in other people that they don't like about their own selves. But they, right. you know, uh, even Christ said, you know, um, take the take the plank out of your own eye before you take the speck out of your brother's eye. And so true because people are real quick to point fingers and, you know, hey, you did this, but they don't realize that they themselves have the same situation or maybe even worse. Right, um, and it's that, you know, everyone's always looking for that gold outside of them, like around them. And it's, it's in here. All you got to do is turn inward. Like, yep. you know, gold's with yeah, we have amazing guides, spirit guides and our free will or higher self, all these entities that make up who we are helping us on our journey. Like we have so much help. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, if we would just make up. Unless you know about it. Unless you know about it, you can't, you don't tap into it. You have no idea. You, you kind of like, oh, cool. I felt goosebumps and feels like something's around me but well, even, <laughs> yeah. right even with all of this stuff you know i mean these are <clears throat> these are always things that i've been mostly aware of in my own life growing up but i could feel them but i didn't ever know there was a structure or that there should be a structure so being able to put this together so that we we can all have a conversation and discuss it and understand better like how we're right. made up and what we can do in our everyday lives to help us realize things and grow spiritually as well as being able to impact everyone around us in a more positive manner <clears throat> um that's huge so going on with that we will go on to number three which is awareness <laughs> um once we are aware of certain things 
Awareness generates ethics, which ethics and consideration are pretty much pretty close, closely, closely tied. Um, <clears throat> so when we're aware of certain things around, um, you know, things that are happening around us, when we start putting things together, that awareness, the aha moments, um, help us to be able to have better ethics, have better consideration for ourselves, for other people around us. Um, and then it's more of that, um, the Christ flow of, you know, ethically responding to what you know at that point. So it would be unethical to be aware of, you know, a drug deal next door or something. And you could, hold on, that's not a good example. Let's try this again. Um, <laughs> it would be unethical to tell a lie just because you were trying to help someone in a specific way. But it's not fair to everyone involved, most likely, because it wasn't founded on the truth to, to begin with. So even if it's slightly altered, um, you know, it's, <clears throat> but having that awareness, if you're not, if you're aware of it and do it anyway, then you're being unethical. So if you're unaware of things, then you're just ignorant. <laughs> Excuse me. So I mean, plain as simple, down to the basics. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a really big uh, download last night as I was going to sleep because I know you know that I've had the um, I call it the sound civilization in my ears, ringing crystals ringing in my ears for over three years now, which started when my real putting everything together really popped, you know, right. um, and at first the ringing drove me a little nutty. <laughs> I wasn't sure why it was happening or what's going on, but I've learned over time to, that it is a sound civilization and I was not sure what they've been trying to tell me, but last night as I was going to sleep, I was asking them again. I was like, please just translate this for me to understand what you're saying, you know? <laughs> Three and years. Already. I know. Like, I mean, I know it, they're bringing in lots of things that I may not be aware of at this very moment. But um, so I was, I was falling asleep. I was like, "Don't!" I heard, I just heard and felt feel. Like, don't hear it, feel it. And I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, seems pretty basic, but <laughs> feel the sound. Don't so, hear the sound. So I was like, "Okay." And then it hit me. It was just like all that information came in as I was feeling the sound. It was like the reason that the ringing is happening for so many. And it's also happening, I believe, with the Schumann, with uh, all this energy coming in. The Schumann's giving us indication of what's going on, is what I'm trying to say. Um, <clears throat> is that they're sending all these higher vibrations sound vibration, sound waves to us to help elevate us to higher levels. The higher the awareness, the more we understand and the more we're able to uh, put everything together. So I was like, huh. So anyway, I thought that was, that was pretty awesome last night. That was my newest, newest discovery. Um, that's awesome. Well, and that's a, that's what I tell people, you know, when when I'm trying to teach them how to tap into their abilities and stuff like that, or even just to, like I say to people, and you know me, I just kind of jump in there and I'm like, hey, do it this way. <laughs> but, yeah. And I try my best to explain but from here to here sometimes. Anyway, but um, when I try to tell people, go in and look, they're like, 
how? I can't see anything. And I'm like, okay, close your eyes and feel what you're seeing. Feel what, maybe you're hearing it. Hear what you're seeing. Like, I know it sounds weird, but use the other abilities that you have to see or to feel or to hear or to taste or to smell. Yeah. Well, all of those are senses and Mm -hmm. spirit is the the senses of. So exactly. our spirit is, but we choose our spirit for our, our, our soul. So right. our spirit works great with the soul and free will to help us, help guide us and steer us through life. And, um, but the spirit, yeah, those senses, like all of the senses that we have, our sense of taste, smell, touch, you know, our gut feelings, all of those are, are the spirit helping us out with. Um, many indications so if we can tap into those feelings more um, and those senses well the feelings of are another one but the senses are our spirit specifically so right uh, sensing those things is super important yeah that was and I got a lesson in it myself last night with the feel the sound and I'm like I know this why haven't I figured don't, so, you, don't you hate it when it's like three years later and you finally get that aha moment and you're like, the hell were you before? Like, <laughs> why'd you, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> you know? Well, oh sometimes we weren't ready for all that information before. Well, we think we would have been, but. And sometimes it's the, it's the simplest information and it's just like, really? I wasn't ready for that? Like, what? <laughs> oh, goodness. Absolutely. So, um, number four of the soul is generosity, uh, generates altruism. So, and I, I, I don't think a lot of, I think a lot of people know, but I think it's confusing the word altruism as a whole because it's not used. Probably. So what is, so what is that? Um, it is the unselfish regard, uh, for yourself. Is unselfish regard for others and being able to help them in any way. So service to others, basically, without any respect, or without any expectations or expecting anything in return. It's all, you know, um, you're being generous with your time, you're being generous with money, you're being generous with whatever your action is, you're doing it with a full giving heart with no expectations of, you know, return of payment or something like that, you know. It's truly for the the best of the other person. So unconditional, no conditions, right? Tech, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, yeah. For the most part, but being generous with our our gifts and things that we have, uh, you know, it gives us the altruism and the well, we offer. It activates or or generates. Sorry, let me go back. Generosity generates altruism so when we are generous with people that altruistic uh feeling is coming back of like oh you know how you feel good after you've really helped somebody and you don't expect anything in return just the gratitude of that person is beyond enough and i don't a lot of times i don't even really expect the gratitude it's just you know i did it and the fact that i knew that i could help in some way is good enough well, yeah, right. just knowing that you've done it. It's yeah. nice to get the gratitude, but yeah, you're yeah. right. There's a lot of times you don't get that either. So I'm like, okay. Well, we'll see you later. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
But, See you um, again in two weeks when I mess it up again. All right. But, <laughs> you know, my boundaries are going up next week, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. So number five is, um, this is going to be an interesting one because everybody talks about consciousness. And I think most people, uh, there's a lot of, uh, words that have been, um, have double meanings or they've been used in other ways. So they like change their meaning over time. Um, and I feel like consciousness is one of those words where people really mean awareness. Um, but true consciousness are, uh, generates life. So, you know, right. spirit, spirit is a life bringer. So spirit is bringing a life into our bodies, like a, in, you know, <laughs> nuclear reactor fires up all the cylinders, but then spirit also works as our guide with the senses so but the uh spirit is the life generator so when we talk about consciousness it is the life force of a being that has a soul right so to me like um consciousness that people talk about as far as like an all-knowing is um is more of that broader awareness or higher awareness as people get um, have more awareness, they're able to have more ethics and more consideration for certain things because they understand things better and how they work. Uh, so anyway, short, short story, long story short, we <laughs> made it a shorter story. Um, and we would love any, any questions that you guys have too. If anybody has any yes, questions about any of this along the way, we will have a question and answer session after this at a later date. So um, let us know you are confused by anything or have any additional questions and we'll be glad to address and on the playback video we can put the um an email address or addresses to send any questions that you may have um to either one of us technically there okay so the way that this is working (laughs) is she's actually they are actually teaching me it's kind of like a live thing right so you guys are learning with um, and I mean, there might be some debates. I don't know what this is going to turn into, but, um, yeah, we're, we're going to be in it, but yeah, for sure. We feel called to work together to get this information out. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us do. So understand, and that's the thing is understanding everything as much as possible just allows us for more growth going forward. Right. And- Everybody talks about things that we should do for soul growth, but nobody has real life application. And so that's where the, I, we all feel this is important is this is something that we can work on daily in every situation, all these aspects of our souls. And the more we understand how our souls are put together, we can understand how they work together in different situations that we're in, um, you know, it's just, it's really cool to see how it's all come together. And, you get less frazzled or upset about certain things because you already know what you're dealing with before it starts usually. So, right. And I, and see, I'm, I met Leanne three years ago. You know, we had, um, we, you know, when, when I tell everybody that, you know, people leave your path and then they come back sometimes like her and I had like split for about what a year, year and a half, something like that. 
And I just, I kept getting these signals, like, like things that were like reminding me of her. And I was like, what's going on here? You know? And I've been trying to figure out who I'm supposed to be doing this podcast with because I knew I was supposed to be doing a podcast. And I talked to her and she's like, yeah, she's like, and I was like, let's do it. And then Mercury retrograde in Taurus hit this year. And I, I mean, I'm probably one of the very few on the planet that was like, two more weeks, please. And everyone else was like, screw you. <laughs> we want it to end, right? So, because everything about this podcast was just falling into place and, you know, it was just, it was time. It's, it's time to get the information out, you know. Um, Feels like it's more crazy. people are ready for it now than they were. Well, yeah. And there's more, um, there's actually things that were, that we're going to be talking about. They're going to be teaching me and that we're going to be, you know, talking back and forth about. Um some of this stuff I've seen like bits and pieces of little remnants of what I've already heard of their information being talked about, like on TikToks and stuff like that. And so I'm like, they're ready. Like they're totally <laughs> ready for us. <laughs> so we're just going to ambush them <laughs> and we're going to get it out there. We're going to do it in a fun way. We're not going to be, you know, got to get this done, even though and, I feel like, and I just feel like we're on a timeline. Yeah, and a disclaimer on all this, too, like, this is not stuff, most of the stuff is not something you can Google and get similar answers. Like, these are things mm -hmm. that Ion and I have had, mostly Ion has been able to put together with his angelic team. Um, they've given him amazing information. He's had conversations with the light civilization. I hear the sound civilization. He's met the sound civilization, which is really cool. Right. Um, that's so cool. But I mean, there's and the free will civilization. I mean, like what they look like and how they are with each other. And everyone bows <laughs> to the free will civilization. You know, the light buildings, light builder civilization, they're constantly repairing. Um, well, sound civilization is constantly repairing the universal fabric to make sure that our universe stays together. And the light civilization, they build stars, suns. <laughs> Like they build suns. Earth was supposed to be a sun. There's so much information we won't go into today, but it's really cool. I was like, so, no, it's these, be are, <laughs> these are things that have come to us um, in various forms through the, through the, through the divine. So, um, you know, it is it is the way we if we feel it as absolute truth because it feels sense on all levels and we have actually been living these things um, and want to help other people be able to do that same thing so that you can, everyone else can feel as free as we feel because it is very free um, to be able to know right. you're, you're in control of certain elements, but you know how to react when you are in elements that you're not able to control. So, And you guys will get used to the whole feel sense thing. It's going to take a minute. Uh, she's been saying this stuff to me for three years and I'm like I'm still I'm getting there I'm still getting there I'm still getting there again. It's okay. I'm finding myself like, more and more like I'll get there <laughs> I mean I know it's right but you get the habit of saying makes and makes and you know makes sense makes sense and right. so it's so ingrained in your vocabulary and just just in how you innately or not even innately but how you just robotically respond 
that you're like, oh, whoops, I mean feels. <laughs> you know, I catch myself yeah, all, the time. all of our language has been so tweaked. I mean, everything's been tweaked. Mm-hmm. We can step out and look at the bigger view of everything. I mean, our language. I remember even thinking when I was, you know, when the when bad came out and it meant opposite, like, oh, you're so bad, meaning good. When I was a teenager, yeah, I never got that. I was like, or my bad, you know, like, well, you, <laughs> I don't know, just certain words that people have twer- tweaked and used in different ways. I feel like it it's was like, suggested for spelling reasons and um, everything, everything that we think and say and do has a ripple effect. So mm-hmm. we have to be careful with everything that we do because it's all we are a lot people. more powerful than we have been led to believe. I'm telling right. you that right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, do we have time to go through the, how many more do we have? Uh, three more or do of you course. want to save those for another? Okay. It's up to you. So, I'm ready. Number six is humbleness generates humility. Um, whereas that's pretty self-explanatory, <clears throat> but the more humbleness that we have in uh, situations not to be walked over, you know, we've got to have some boundaries, but having enough humbleness to where we don't look like our ego is driving us all over the place, you know? Um, so that, that one's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, the last two are the only elements that make a human a human. Um, forgiveness generates, uh, oh my gosh, my brain just went blank. <laughs> forgiveness generates sympathy. I have these memorized, believe it or not, but forgiveness generates sympathy. Um, forgiveness is like, if you forgive, you're giving for another person. So you're understanding their situation. Um, sympathy is the understanding of, so for activating sympathy with forgiveness, it just simply means that we really understand the other person and we're able to relate to them on a certain level. Um, Compassion, the last one, compassion generates empathy. Um, And that is, empathy is the feeling of other people. So the literal feeling of joy or the literal feeling of whatever pain they're going through. That's that empath where they feel that deep feeling um, and be able to understand so having compassion actually activates that feeling the empathetic uh empathic part of of the human soul so um some people are can i mean people can have a soul and have forgiveness but they don't have compassion so like a serial killer he might be able to understand but he wouldn't have any compassion otherwise i don't think he would be doing what he was doing right so um but those are those are the first eight elements that make up our souls. Um, I mean, there's souls and everything. We got there's souls in plants, souls in animals, you know, souls in right. uh, everywhere. <clears throat> but what makes up a human are those last two: forgiveness and or compassion. As long as they have one or the other, um, makes a human. So, right. But those are all divinely given. So if we weren't divinely given compassion. I don't know why, but <laughs> uh, yeah, with the again, it probably goes back to those decisions, you know, that decision, that ultimate decision of what are we going to do? Are we going to 
work on ourselves for the betterment of everyone, for ourselves and everyone around us? Or are we going to just be, you know, cheaters and liars and try to get away with whatever? So. Right. Well, um, and it's that, it's that forgiveness, you know, it, it is, it is for the other person, but it's more for you. Just quit carrying around that weight that somebody else placed upon you. That was never meant, you were never meant to accept that for yourself, to carry around that weight, right? And that's what I try to explain to people when I I do all the oracle readings and tarot readings and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, first forgive for you. Forget the other person for now. You know, forgive for you. And, you know, if you're looking for that forgiveness from another person, if they're a narcissist, good luck, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Good. You know, I luck. never get it. They don't believe that they've ever done anything wrong in their lives. They're perfect, right? And I, I, I don't wish anything. That is that perfection. Narcissism I mean, is a is a prime example of an overinflated ego. The ego will kill you mm-hmm. just to be right. <laughs> and I think it's pretty pretty it'll rampant right now. Right, and it'll keep you alive at the same time because well, the ego was the ego was created. To help us with survival, but it's so. If there's no balance there, it will overtake and and it will kill you just just to be right. Right, and that's that's the other major. The other major reason for having an ego is for mating purposes and social interactions. So, um, you know, you got to have men have to have a little bit of ego to go after the woman. You know. So there's got to be a little little play there, but um, as long as we are on an individual level aware of of ourselves on all these levels, it's a lot easier to balance everything and make sure that we are flowing in a way that would be pleasing to the rest of the universe and everyone around us. Right. Well, it's and part like of I the said, ascension. With the ego, it's like the the ego will. Just to just to be right, you're you're right. It will it will possibly kill you. But at the same time, the ego knows that its time is limited and it only has control over this body. So it's it. it what is the word I'm looking for? It's self preservation. No, it's uh, <laughs> oh the the word is right on the edge of my tongue, like right on the tip of my tongue. It's um. I mean, it's narcissistic. <laughs> oh, it be. it's it's like God. I can't think of the word. And you know what? I'm gonna people who watch this are gonna be like, uh, "It's this." And like, yeah, you're right. And <laughs> but I can't think of the word right now. It's um. It's okay. Maybe it wasn't supposed to come out. An oxymoron. Oh like, it's, yeah. It's an oxymoron. I was. I knew it was something. It's well, an oxymoron. The, the ego was created. It's just a little portion in the mind. So, like, the mind created the ego to help it out, but it kind of took over and ran away with a lot of people. So, so we say compassion and uh, naturally produced, I'm going to say this, naturally produced, not taken outside of your body, but DMT, naturally produced within yourself, (laughs) Um, and that and compassion are the antidote to this ego virus that's all over the place right now. Um, okay. We'll get more into the ego later. It is the seventh body of our whole bodies. 
So um, the soul is the first one, but we'll go into more detail on those and break them down a lot more. And of course, there'll be more questions, I'm sure, for that. But awesome. um, <clears throat> anything else you want to add, Christina? No. I think that's an even stop, right? So, yeah, I think this uh, wraps up the first layer of the soul. So, um, our next one, we'll look at the second layer. And in the meantime, if anyone has any questions, we can have another episode in between to answer those and go from there. And her other part will be joining us for the Q&A's session. Q&A's yes, session. I only join us for the question yeah. and answer sessions um, just because we're scheduling and he's great at those things. So we will, we will refer to him for all the questions and we'll all just have a conversation with it and it'll be a great learning experience. Plus his accent's yeah. great too. I'm excited. <laughs> Can't wait. Me too. He is too. All right. All right. Thanks guys. See you later. Thank you, Christina. <laughs> Not a problem. Bye. Bye.